Radio FM HD2 Orlando. Broadcasting live from the Victory Casino Cruises Studio. This is ESPN 580 Orlando. Streaming live on the ESPN app. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. 76ers rookie Ben Simmons will miss the entire NBA season. The number one overall pick in last year's draft had surgery on his broken right foot back in October, and a recent scan shows the injury is not fully healed. After trading for DeMarcus Cousins, today the New Orleans Pelicans signed guard Jarrett Jack to a 10-day contract. Jack tore his right ACL while with the Nets in January of 2016, hasn't played since. He played for the New Orleans Hornets earlier in his career. Omri Caspi, who joined the Pelicans a few days ago, will now be out four to six weeks with a broken right thumb. He got hurt last night in his debut with the team. On the NBA scoreboard, second quarter, the Sixers lead the Wizards 51 to 45. Also in the second, the Pacers lead the Grizzlies 54 to 47. We've got a Friday night doubleheader about to tip on ESPN with the Celtics and Raptors in Toronto. Major League Baseball plans to lift the bottom of the strike zone starting next season. Commissioner Rob Manfred. What we're trying to do with the strike zone is just get it back to sort of its natural state. Move it up a little bit. And the idea there is to give hitters pitches that they can handle better, right? That very low right, strike right. is hard to hit. Gives them the opportunity to get a little more offense, a little more action in the game. Rob Manfred on Mike and Mike. Kansas freshman guard Josh Jackson is charged with one count of criminal damage to property. He'll have to appear in court. He allegedly damaged a car outside a bar in Lawrence back in December. It's an SEC battle between two teams vying for their spots in the NCAA tournament as Canyon Berry and the Florida Gators take on Malik Monk and the Kentucky Wildcats tomorrow at 1.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Sir, this is the Kevin Sutton Show coming to you loud and proud the way we're doing on ESPN 580 Orlando, giving you nothing but the hits. You can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube under the username Kevin Sutton Show. And I am telling you, I am glad that you guys keep on downloading and subscribing. Do that there, do that there. It only makes me happy, and I hope you guys continue to be satisfied as well. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Carl Black Buick GMC and Chevy. That's right. You're looking for a new and used car? Come on over to Carl Black. We are certified customers. We can tell you our experience. Service department's amazing, too. Do you guys treat you well? Give you the best deal. Get you out the door with what you want. Join the Traverse Club. That's Carl Black Buick, GMC Chevy. And always tell me your friends at the Gavin Sutton Show sent you. And don't forget to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in radio, even Google Play Music. You can catch up on all the episodes you may have missed. Just type in Kevin Sutton Show for your iPhone and Google Play users. Just make sure you leave a rating, review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. Cinco. Mm -hmm. Cinco de Mayo's coming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Today in the studio, I got my man, Dr. Phil. Good. Today. It's Friday, baby. My words of wisdom for you all. Never ask someone to walk a mile in your shoes if you can't even tie them. It's deep. It's deep. It's so deep, I... It's not deep. It, it is, is deep. No. Yes. 
you'll trip and fall. Life's already got hurdles. Got to dig deep. I'm with you, Sarah. I'm with you. Exactly. I think you're reading too much. Yeah, I think she's That's not true. No, that's what that's he intended. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask someone to live your life. You don't even know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah, okay. man. Guys. Oh, deep. because I interpret it. It hit me. I'm yeah. just In saying, like, I think you may feel deeper than what deep was with Dr. Phil. I'm though. trying oh. to support him in 2017 instead of knock him down. So, Dr. Phil, what are you doing? <laughs> oh. Uh, it's about rising up. I, I thought Dr. Phil <laughs> was about to say, catch me outside. So. <laughs> Phil, I'm famous. with you. I'm with you. Yeah. It's about rising yeah. up. Y'all yeah. want to step down on people. All right. I'm, I, I apologize. You didn't see the evil look he gave me over here, <laughs> Nick. No. Oh, my goodness. All right, so I got my lady, Myra, with the lady's point of view. That's me. Oh, oh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, yeah. Uh huh, uh huh. It's the weekend. Uh huh, uh huh. And we'll be over with Faithy Funtime at volleyball tournaments all weekend. So there goes our weekend. Oh. What are you laughing at? I just the song came on and. I, he said, I do done. amuse myself sometimes during my my Spanish lessons. Sometimes I get a break and I listen to the show. Uh, the show's where I'm not here. And <laughs> you guys did a whole little segment on the Pitbull song. And <laughs> Phil asked for a translation. Uh, and he's like... And I'm like, it's like, right in it's the song. In the song. He translates. <laughs> and Nick was just like, man. <laughs> uh, like, but I do get entertained. I, I find it funnier, like... Because like I'm I'm catching on to stuff that is a whole conversation that you guys have on your own and I'm not a part of. Yeah. Uh, I we did get a cease and desist order uh, for, from Amazon about uh, the bad publicity that Nick was given for. Oh, his Valentine's oh, Day. His Valentine's Day. Oh, they're like you got to stop playing that show. Hey, they, they got to walk in those shoes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they but, made that bad. Oh my goodness, you know. But he, Nick's a lover boy, man. He's doing his thing. So. I wonder if he serenaded her that night, though. No. He probably wrapped Slim Shady. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Did not do it. Mr. Nicky in the building. Just Nick. But has she heard you before? I'm sure you. I'm sure. Yeah, you wrapping the car, right? Y'all chilling? Y'all freestyle together? Nick? From time to time. See? See? Okay. Okay. I'm like, maybe. That's like, you know, you're in a real relationship when you can be like, yo, this is my freestyle. And they might look at you and be like, yeah. So I'm glad you work at the radio station, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> or she could be like, baby, you should really get out there and do your thing. We need no, to no, it's, it's a keep your day job type of thing. That's oh, that situation. Man, that's messed up. I'd be shopping you to record companies, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, Nick got a float. Uh, it's hiding it from us. How you been doing, Mr. Nick? I'm all right. Hanging out. Oh, my goodness. Glad it's Friday. Guys, big day yes. this morning. 10 a.m. was at the ribbon cutting for the Orlando City Lions Stadium. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, it was fantastic. What's and, the uh, food? It was, you know. I love that's the first question. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's right where we should be. I know. I liked it. I'm in. <laughs> How was the food? I didn't have food, but great, oh. great stadium. Um, impressive. First game is next Sunday. I do have a real question. Though. Where is where is the actual stadium located? It's on Church Street. Church Street. Church Street. Yeah. yeah, it's on Church how many, Street. How many seats? 27,000. All right. Yeah. Yes. Second largest. 27,000? 25,500. I thought it was what it was. Um, they said 27. Okay. 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 But uh, um, they uh, they said it's like it matches with the L.A. Raiders uh, football stadium. So it's pretty oh, wow. big. Yeah. It's uh, it's very that's impressive. The, Flavio there. was there. You know Flavio? 
Yeah. He's the, uh, the, the head right? the head honcho. He's the owner, right? Yeah. And Kay Rollins was there, Buddy Dyer, Regina Hill, Teresa Jacobs, all the, all the big wigs. If you are at, at all into politics, it was the place to be. We had congressmen, we had senators, we had everybody was there. It was there's, a place. There's going to be a lot. I, I think it's definitely going to oppose um, a big swing for, like, the, uh, not Citrus Bowl, Camper World. Camping uh, World? Camping World uh, Stadium that's going to change a little things there, like, because there's not always those events. You know when they had the venues where they kind of split the arena in half and then, they, like, more of a backdrop? Yeah. LA and then Chargers, guys. Sorry about that. That's oh, how big, yes. Okay, I'm like, wow. That was, <laughs> yeah. That's all they got over there? Yeah. <laughs> I was, but I'm like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm ignorant anyhow. So, I, so as soon as I start comprehending yeah. things, I'm like, oh, I'll get it confused. I'm like, I'll leave it alone. I'm not even going to get in that argument. I've been... Well, I just God. thought the time we started the show, the Raiders had relocated. That's all. <laughs> yeah. The NFL teams are... That's normal. They're all moving. <laughs> that's the only seats they need for that team, though. There you go. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I'm thinking that allowed them to use that type of stadium. So you still have the whole feel like you're full mm-hmm. without having to look like you just closed down half of the stadium. I'm going to have to show you guys some pictures. It's very impressive. Very impressive stadium. It's wow. It, it is wow. So To me, fits perfect. He said uh, next week? Um, next Sunday. Next Sunday. It's the first game and it sold out. Uh, Good. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, know, they would have sold on the Citrus Bowl. They would have sold on the Citrus Bowl for the first game. Yeah. yeah they did yeah. last year. Remember the whole... Yeah, and that's a lot. This, and, that's almost three times almost. And, and let me tell you, um, if you are a City Lions fan this weekend, there's lots of opportunity to get, get over there. Um, they're having a big 5K tomorrow, and they're having an open house, basically uh, like a party for people to come out and check it out. So it's very welcoming to the community. They're encouraging yeah, people the to come by. Town, you yeah, said something right. that I don't understand. What is a 5K? A 5K. It's, <laughs> it's when you run. What like, is walk? What is, what is, Nick, what is what, run? Isn't it three point something? The 3. equivalency. Miles, I, think. I think it's three point one. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But it, you don't want to be downtown tomorrow because they're going to be closing down a lot of streets. Because unless, yeah. unless you're there to be there. Unless you're there to be there. Lots of purple. Uh oh, Phil's mad. <laughs> going to have. There's going to be roads closed off. If you everywhere. guys have any questions, you can always go to the City Lines website. Like I said, there's a lot going on. Lots for kids. Lots for families. Go check it out. Very prideful of Orlando right now, so it's That's great. That's awesome. Great to be in Orlando. Man, can't beat that. Hey, Shaq's a bully. Uh-oh. No. Yes, he is. Yeah, so I want to talk about that when we come back. Hmm. But it's not like hmm. funny bully. It's and like we got to talk about Kevin and his uh, expertise. You know how we're always talking about he's saving the world one, one, one dad, dad at, a at a time? Yeah. Well, he took a whole big chunk of 75 men this week and, uh, and tried to save them all at once. Ew. Uh oh, <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> that's, Come on, that it was a pop. Phil, I was that with is, you on your. I'm sorry. Stand, okay, <laughs> keep I'm, it clean, guys. I'm, keep it clean. I'm, oh my goodness, I'm terrible. <laughs> Stay tuned, please. <laughs> left on a bad note. <laughs> yeah, Phil's it's still giggling. Bad. Phil's still giggling. This is when you know you work with people that are, the mindset is below 20. Uh, <laughs> now, I think it's shooting too high now. I think it's below, <laughs> below like 10. 10. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't compre- not even comprehend that joke. So, uh, at least between 14. <laughs> you guys, can, I just, can I just say you guys are idiots, okay? Yes. Here we go. Hey, can we talk a little bit about Cruz and Pascara, PA, personal yes. injury lawyers? These guys are fantastic. Over in the College Park area, anything you have going on, call them up. You know, 
Not even if you're the victim of a uh, car crash. You may have been the one that caused it. You need legal help, too. you got to make sure you're not taken by the system. Discover how they make the law work for you. Experience integrity results. That's Cruz and Pascara. You can give them a call at 800-683-5291. Everyone thinks they need a lawyer when they're the victim, when they've been hit. Yeah. But if you hit someone, you need to look you out need, for yourself. Yeah, very true. And no one ever talks about that. True. And uh, this law firm, they're willing to help you. They're willing to help you to make sure you uh, are not taken advantage of. Yep. Great tell people. Them. Great personalities, too. All of them are really fun people to talk to. And uh, tell them the Kevin Sutton Show sent you. It gets you the extra VIP status. That means you get a bottled water when you come in <laughs> instead of water in a cup. They give you the flavored water. And you get the, and you get the mints, remember, when, when you go Oh, the red us. ones. Yes. Yeah, when you go in with us, you get the mints, too. They, <laughs> they put those out. And those are ESPN certified mints. Mm -hmm. <laughs> every, time right. you, every time you buy it, you hear... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> But, guys, yeah. don't forget, you can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to kevinsuddenshow.com, and on the right side of the screen, click on the speak pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play it on the air, ask any questions, or just give us a comment. But whatever you do, head to kevinsuddenshow.com. It's funny how people use that, but there's more that we can't play. Yeah. Than we can. yeah. I think we should just do, like, a whole I'll have to clip censor of it, every, sing like, every single one. It'll take a while. <laughs> People are funny. I love, this, I love you guys. I just want you to know that. <laughs> yes. Hey, and uh, this Tuesday, Fat Tuesdays. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe the season's kicking off? Spring break, man. What is a break? Mardi Gras, you know, the whole nine oh, yards. It's got a huge wedding. Have you guys uh, ever been reception. to New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went during the season. Oh, no. Yeah. New Orleans is a town. But, uh, Kevin, you're DJing a big uh, Fat party, Tuesday Fat party. Tuesday party on Tuesday because so. it's Fat Tuesday. <laughs> And they're bringing in, Kevin, you have to bring one home. They're bringing the Cafe du Monde. Uh, yeah, the beignets. What are they called? Oh, the beignets. beignets, yeah. Yes, they're bringing in beignets from New Orleans. That's super cool. Yeah. So, Shaq yes. is being mean. Shaq is being a bully, man. To whom? The Big Show? No, actually, he's backing down from that. But don't even get me, don't even get me started on that. But... What I was what I was saying is that you know how Shaq's a commentator now for uh, I think it's TNT. He's yeah. been for a while actually. Yeah, yeah. But ever since he obviously retired, he was more and more and more. And he's Shaq is, is really known as being a goof for the yeah, most he's part. A goof but he the way, is a goof off. But the, the the player that we're talking about is uh, Javale McGee. He's a uh, of the Warriors, and uh, he's not very good. <clears throat> but Shaq has has made it a point to bully him like blatantly, and uh, Shaq has these little skits. Um, that he does. Uh, oh, his little YouTube videos. Yeah, it's called yeah. Shaq and the Fool. Yeah, <laughs> and he did he did a trailer of uh, of uh, like Doctor Strange, but it was just a bunch of clips of McGee failing. And the, like, do we know uh, why he targeted him? I don't know, but probably because he's a because he's a sinner, and so like maybe he is feels he a big that, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but maybe he said something. You know, like there's probably that uh, the old. There's always something that triggers it. Yeah, something did it, and or maybe Shaq's like, you know what? Look how much. Publicity uh, Barkley got. I don't True. know. You know, okay. I mean, that was a lot of publicity so, so Barkley, a... Barkley got for him and Ha and on uh, Bron James. So maybe. So maybe do you, do you have some insight on some of the bullying? I do have a couple of the tweets, but I'm afraid to. Uh, They're that bad. Well, for McGee's part, but Shaq has pretty much said he's going to beat him up. Like, but he didn't say it in that words. He said it like this. Nick, you might have to bleep this, but... <laughs> you know, he said it just like that. That's actually his tweet. It's just a bunch of mush. I mean, Nick, do you know anything about this and what triggered 
Shaq's target on, on McGee? Well, I, I think that JaVale McGee has just been part of Shaq in a fool because JaVale McGee has done that to himself. Like, he has been the goofball of the NBA. Not the goofball, but just kind of like one of those guys that ends up in situations where, you know, on the court where he's just doing something dumb. And Shaq has made fun of it, and... I, I'm not sure how this got started exactly, you but know, the back and forth, yeah. the back and forth has been kind of McGee saying, "Hey man, like forget you, I'm tired of you ragging on me." And I think from Shaq's standpoint, he's like, "Dude, you're like a nobody in the NBA. Like, you're 15th man on the Warriors bench, and I'm an all-time great." And there's kind of some of that going back and forth, and Shaq's not going to back down. And uh, the report earlier today actually was that the Golden State Warriors contacted yeah. Turner. Yeah, they contacted, they contacted TNT saying, Stop "Hey." It. Yeah, really. We don't we don't want him to put JaVale McGee on Shaq in a fool anymore. This is too much attention for a guy. Uh you know, we, we, we think it's bad attention. We think it's hurting his reputation. In I the mean, league. even Durant commented on it and said and was like, Yeah, Shaq, and then Shaq went after Durant this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Shaq told Durant to back out of it. Back yeah. off. Well, you know what's interesting, guys, um I never heard of McGee till today now. True. You know, and uh and I've heard I heard about the Shaq bullying before the show. So I wonder if McGee actually went to Shaq and said, "Hey, man, you want to help me out?" You never know. Hey, I need some more Twitter. I need some more Twitter followers. Come on. I mean, people are talking, but what did Durant say? Do we know what Durant came out and said? Because now Durant, what? Well, he just was saying it's it's just childish. You stop doing that, guys. You know where where are we at with this? No, he just said it's it's one thing that a a lot of the retired players do is feud with the guys that are relevant now. Because they got nothing else. Right. Yeah. I well, mean, there's a lot of jealousy from the yeah. older players. I mean, they didn't make nearly as much money as these guys are making. Like, I don't know what JaVale McGee's contract is, but even if it's, like, towards the bottom of the league. Still more than most like, of what yeah, of them exa- did. Exactly. Like, you know, like a guy like Charles Oakley, I'm sure, looks around and he's like, well, wait a minute. Like, Evan Turner's made $72 million? You know I mean? Yeah. You got to be kidding me. The reason why a lot of these all-time greats are analysts is because they made money, but not great money when they were in the NBA. And those are the guys that propped the league up. Like, don't forget that... We're, what, maybe 30 years? We're one generation removed from these games being on tape delay? Like, the NBA Finals were on tape delay, and the league had a bad cocaine problem, and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were in a position where the league I mean, was can concerned you, Can you about, have a good cocaine problem? I mean, <laughs> all the cocaine problems are bad, though. They're that, all bad. That, by the way, is an astute observation. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, there are the, but there are the working... Addicts, right. though. They're, like, they can go to work, do their job. Uh, uh, Kevin calls them the do. functioning. The functioning. Yeah. Ones, functioning cocaine addicts. I, I, don't, <laughs> I have never met one of those. If you ever do, let me know. But uh, what I mean is, is that so many people in the league were doing it. There was such a large cocaine problem in the league that, you know, the, the image of the league was tarnished. And all of a sudden, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird came along. And then Michael Jordan came along. And, you know, they, they turned things around. But... It was those kinds of players in the 90s to kind of help prop the league up. And, and there is a little bit of jealousy there from some of the, sh- the former guys. Why Shaq would be jealous, I have no freaking idea. That guy, it's a giant man selling tiny cars at this point. Like, he's okay. Do you like, think, Shaq's fine. You, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, JaVale McGee's you know, made fun of himself before. But isn't there, there's a point where you can do that, right? And then when someone else starts doing that to you... It's a little different. Yeah, but, it's yeah. a little over the top. Right? I watched the video, and it was actually pretty funny. It's funny. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is. It's funny. But there's, there's a point where, like, okay, Shaq, you've been doing this for two years now. Like, enough of this. Like, enough. He's, yeah. JaVale McGee has been, like, on every Shaq than a fool. Like, he puts, he puts <laughs> him on every one. So at a point, like, when you're JaVale McGee and it's an off night for the Warriors, you turn on TNT, and boom, there you are. It's <laughs> like, that's, that's, right. that's hard. It's like, bruh, quit it. Right? Like, enough. And, I and get Shaq it. Shaq has a wide audience. 
Yeah. So, yes, he does. So well, he's doing the oh, Bisco up, now. Pull up their followers. See if Javel McGee has I mean, he's, yeah. he's got 11 and Shaq's got 25 billion. Well, you know, when yeah. we talk about, you know, making comments of, of players, I always think it's rather humorous when uh, Michael Jordan, like, feels like he has something to say about LeBron James. Yeah, you know those ones. Because it's like that'll always be an interesting like one. Michael, but like it's like Michael, you're the greatest. Don't acknowledge, you know the 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 whole you know the the Cavs. Don't acknowledge LeBron James. Well, I, I, I feel like he gives it credibility when he has when he makes a comment because to me Michael's the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I know that you we've gone back and forth about if it were now and it was LeBron now and it was you know Michael Jordan now would it you know would it be an an overall player but when you're the greatest, why do you acknowledge someone else? I'm trying to think of what comment you're kind of referring to, though. Like there was Michael, a recent comment that we even had on Michael? our on our I'm a fan. Oh, oh, okay. You know. Oh yeah, that was it was a little, it was a little older, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the the older comments. And then we all know last year what was it during the playoffs when he said he could take them, yeah. you know, yeah. and things I, I like. Think, that. I think MJ could have. I think both in their prime, MJ gets them, but yeah. that's me. But it hurt. But it hurts. It's. I think it's one of those things where you get these guys. When they're they're retiring, they're sitting. You know, it would be awesome for Michael Jordan to be a commentator, but I think he makes so much money. He's like, I ain't got time for that. Yeah, um, why, like why would he? Yeah, I, there's I mean, like, like no real reason for that. Like how we get to see Shaq and we see all these other guys, yeah. Barkley do all their stuff. It's like okay, that's cool, but to have one of the greats. But at the same time, you know, you you put that benchmark of these records. Uh, you know, you broke this, broke that, broke that, and there's somebody coming after that constantly, and it's. And it's constantly reminding you that you don't lo- you're not allowed to keep it moving. Like, I think it keeps, it keeps your the, life gets keeps, benched. That stuff keeps the game interesting, though. Yeah, but your life gets benched, and then, and then we start comparing, and all oh, he's the next, or he's better, or you know, I, I think that starts tearing up at the the inner. Um, he probably gets player, haggled a lot. You know, People that, when they see him, hey, how do you feel about LeBron? And LeBron's doing this, and LeBron's doing that. You know, yeah, your title's so gets, about to go. Gets, I mean, there's nothing else you can you. do about it. You think when you're in a position like that, it's easier to brush off the ridicule more than if you're someone like I think like as McGee. a human being, it's mm-hmm. never easy. Yeah. On, you know, honestly, because, I mean, it's personal. Come on. Yeah. You know, it's personal. But I'd like to know is, when's enough enough money for Shaq? You know, he's got Icy Hot. He's got Gold Bond. He's got n- Oreo much, little, cookies. Little Wayne said this in a song. Too much money ain't enough money. That's, that's true. That's, yeah, preach. <laughs> and he does a lot it's not like he doesn't do anything with it he does a lot for the community a lot of people are employed because of his businesses mm-hmm. but he's he everywhere does. we turn on what is it the not the discovery channel but the when they redid his fireplace or whatever and oh yeah uh, and uh that? The when, shark tank uh, not shark tank but uh the these people do like he's doing tnt you can still find him driving around town. Are you I talking mean, about tanked? Is it called tanked? Tanked when they yeah. build the big fish tanks. Yeah, they build yeah. the <laughs> super <laughs> underrated TV show. By the way, those yeah. guys build ridiculous, ridiculous fish, tanks. fish tanks. That's the kind of show that you're 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 watching. And you're like, oh wait, four hours has gone by. You yeah, watch, I know, watch. It's, it's a true. marathon. You're like, ah, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. No, man. I I enjoyed that show. It was actually, and it's always that's the thing about Shaq compared to Jordan that. Shaq's personality, he's out there and he's still making money. And, and his so you get to too. Yeah. Oh man. Awesome guy. Stay tuned. <laughs>
Right, all right, and we're back into the action. And I'm telling you, there's things moving and grooving, but hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. But one guy that's not making a post about anything relevant right now is Kaepernick. Mm. We're going to talk about that. Kevin Sent Show is brought to you by ManorProWrestling.com. Florida's only professional wrestling dinner theater. That's right. Coming up Friday, March 31st at 7.30, battle for the Manor Medallion. Gold Village versus Dark Village. Guys, this is great food, entertainment, and you know who wins in one night. Get your tickets early over at ManorProWrestling.com. It's going to be taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park. Kevin Sutton's show is going to be there that night. Legit, we're going to be live from Manor Pro Wrestling. You can go to ManorProWrestling.com. And guys, you know, we actually have a new group on Facebook called I'm Just a Fan. I'm just a fan of movies, TV, uh, Walking Dead, sports, anything of that matter. It's a closed group, but it is open for everyone. Just send us an invite and we will, uh, we will accept it. But yeah, just hashtag I'm Just a Fan on Facebook. Mm, 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 mm. Oh my goodness! So Kaepernick, his last post uh, on his Twitter account an hour ago was y'all got any more of them quarterbacks? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, thank you, the beautiful people repost from. Uh, he's just re retweeted somebody. That was it. Just now, and spotted this dope artwork. Uh, somebody did a. Uh, you know how he's, you know, know your rights campaign. That's Kaepernick's pushing like crazy. Yeah. Um, and it was like a a graffiti uh, mural on a wall of a business. Know your and, rights. Don't do graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Legal. that's it. Like, he's not talking about much at all. Hadn't but, said anything about the 49ers. Haven't said about his contract. No. Like well, that? he did meet with, uh, and we're, we're going to chime in with Nick here. He did meet with the 49ers GM today, John Lynch. And um, it doesn't look like he's going to be staying, but uh, not much has come out. Nick, do you guys have anything from uh, today on yeah, this? There's not going to be a whole ton of movement until March 6th when the new league year begins. So, I mean, everything between now and then is a lot of posturing from both sides. But, I mean, Kaepernick's going to be looking for a new destination. He's not right. going to be in San Francisco next year. He opted out of his contract or is going to, from what I understand, not to mention, you have a new GM in John Lynch who's not beholden to Colin Kaepernick. You have a new head coach, Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, who's from the Atlanta Falcons, not beholden to Colin Kaepernick. Doesn't really fit into what Kyle Shanahan wants to do either. So, yeah, I would say that Colin Kaepernick is on the open market and is going to be looking for a new team, and he's going to find a job somewhere. Like, someone's going to give well, him a flyer. that's the question. Is, is, uh, is, he, uh, is he sellable right now? Because I will tell is you. Is he yes. worth it? Yes, on, yes. On is, he, media, is he a marketable product? Yes. Yeah, on social media, there was a lot of bashing. I mean, I think that some of the terms were when his game started going bad, his image and his uh, political stances started moving up. Well, you got to think about uh, even on his website for his nonprofit, the Kaepernick7.com, uh, and that's their, their mission is to end uh, Colin Kaepernick's foundation is to end oppression of all kinds on, glo on a global scale. Uh, through education and social activism, and they're they're only raised about three hundred thousand dollars. Well, Which, here, I mean, for a person that makes millions, right, and has the connections of people that makes millions, it's like maybe people are kind of standing back off of what's really going on. Maybe it's not the place to 
associate with because well, that's all right. that's all visible. That, you know, like that's you can't hide that you gave you know. Well, one of the one of the articles I read today was he was very quick. You know, the whole stance with the national anthem, Black Lives Matter, and all that. And they say he's quick to stand, and when you put a mic in front of him, he'll he'll give you a quick headline. But he doesn't do anything to move forward to help the situation. He hasn't come out with an alternative. He hasn't started a program to uh, educate. He hasn't bonded with any of police, anything well, that like was, that. That's what the nonprofit does. They, they but they still haven't done anything. You can do a lot of talking. It's easy to point out what's wrong. What are you doing to help it? That's how I feel. And uh, I'm not a big fan of him. I actually think that uh, he went about it the wrong way. I, I watch him to, to, to see him play football. I don't go to him for his uh, political stances and views. But I do understand it when you when you're able to get the limelight, you try to take advantage and uh, and and speak about it. You know what I'm saying? Because what he, what happened to him? Because he was he was a good quarterback. What they say after Super Bowl? After after they lost the Super Bowl? Yeah, that, it that was, was like, a big one. That was a big loss. He just crumbled. That was a, that was a big loss. Yeah, but like normally, people still have consistent seasons. It was literally like he jumped off a cliff, like his skills. <laughs> And then he let his hair look crazy. So where would he go? Where, who would take him? Because, like, I see the 49ers. They could pick up Romo, right? There's, there's, that's out there, too. They're also not going to do that. They have the second, that's expensive, though. They have the second pick in the draft. So okay. in my mind, they're either going to use that second-round pick to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. They're going to use that second-round pick to draft a quarterback, Deshaun Watson or Mitch Trubisky, which at number two in this, that feels awful. Like, that feels... And having to take one of those guys at number two, it, 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 it's like being force-fed vegetables. It's awful because <laughs> you, need, you should really use that number two pick for a player that should be taken at two. Neither one of those guys should be taken at two in my mind. We'll see what they look like next week at the Combine, which is the most fake thing in the world. But uh, the third thing they can do, and this is the underrated thing that's getting a little bit of traction right now, keep an eye on what's going on with Kirk Cousins. Okay. okay. Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator in Washington when they drafted Kirk Cousins, when he was the one that kind of said, hey, maybe this guy can be an up-and-comer behind RG3, and if RG3 gets hurt, we use him. Turns into, of course, Kirk Cousins taking over there in Washington. Kirk Cousins has already said he's not going to sign a long-term deal before the franchise tag deadline. Mm. It could be that San Francisco waits until Cousins is tagged, and they try to put together a trade for him. And then Shanahan has his quarterback there in San Francisco. Those are kind of those are the three options, and they're pretty obvious ones. Garoppolo, the draft, or the outside one, which is Cousins. That's what I think. I don't think anyone else is playing quarterback there for them. Uh, so where do, you, where do you see Kaepernick going, if, if anywhere? <sighs> and I just said there's a market for him, and I'll yeah. tell you what. I mean, you it's look, who has it, though? You look across the league, and... If if it all dries up on the New York Jets, like maybe Kaepernick's there. Like I think I think teams like you know what, like if Cleveland doesn't use a pick uh-huh. on a quarterback, like do they just say okay we've got RG three here? That's the first kind of broken quarterback. Let's bring in another broken quarterback. Yeah, but that's <laughs> what they're that's what they're doing, and that's what kind of bad franchises do. Is you go into the reclamation project stage where it's like okay, well like here's a guy that one point in time was good. Kaepernick took a team to a Super Bowl. He ran Alex Smith out of town. Uh, maybe we can get him back there. And you take them and you say, okay, we'll sign them to a one-year heavily, you know, incentivized deal. You sign Kaepernick and you go for it. Other than that, you look up and down and and, and everyone else is kind of, I mean, is kind of set at the position. Like, that's that's the tough thing. Like, do the L.A. Rams want them? No, they've got Jared Goff. You know, Arizona doesn't want them. They're going to have Carson Palmer for one more year. So the teams that feel it could like be that he's a fit. backup somewhere next year, like a oh backup to Russell Wilson. 
That's what I've heard. That's the name that a backup to Russell Wilson. Yeah, because they're similar guys. Like they do the same thing um, in terms of moving quarterbacks with arms that can get the ball down the field. But and and also, I mean, Kaepernick kind of fits that attitude up there in Seattle, does he not? Kind of anti-establishment, kind mm-hmm. of a rebel, you know, kind of one like he would fit up there. It's Marshawn funny Lynch. because he would. <laughs> He would come from San Francisco after those two years of wars between those two teams where they met twice in the regular season yeah. and in the playoffs. And we thought we were going to see that for like five years. But yeah. then, of course, San Francisco fell off quickly after Harbaugh left. And do you think, um, do you think San Francisco as a town and the fans, they're ready to, to bid him goodbye? It just it's, I, it yeah. seems like there's not a There was a lot of love. booing going on. So I, I There I was, but I mean... The thing is, it's like the booing is for the product. The team yeah, the is product. bad. What, like I, what was going on with the right, team? Right. Like, I actually don't think the political stance has hurt him in San Francisco that much. Like, well, I, yeah, I don't. Come on, it's San Francisco. R- well, yeah. I, that, yes, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a much more accepting <laughs> hey. community there. Um, yeah, it's not like he's in North Carolina, you know. <laughs> but I, I, think, uh, I think, yeah, like, I think they're ready to move on. You know, it's kind of new everything. New GM, new coach, new franchise, new... Well, new, they're, new they're looking for a new outcome. And, and you know what? Maybe Kaepernick leaving You know who's somewhere. rooting to get him out of town the most? Who? The marketing guys. The marketing guys <laughs> are like, we can't sell this dude anymore. Anymore, like, no. Thanks. Yeah. Like, thanks, no thanks. Like, get a new guy in here. We want a new guy. Yeah. Get us Deshaun Watson. We'll take him. How do you feel about Shanahan being the coach of uh, the new head coach? I you love it. Shanahan. There were two hires <laughs> that San Francisco did. I love the Shanahan thing. Is I think he related he, to Mike? Yes, he's Mike, Mike Shanahan's son. Yes, oh. absolutely. Mike, okay. Mike is his father, longtime Denver Broncos head coach, yeah. and of course the the uh, the the coach in Washington uh, during RG3's tenure there uh, with the Redskins. Uh, he's his son, um, and that's why Kyle was never really recognized. Is it was okay? It's nepotism, right? Yeah. Mike's got his kid there, and I remember saying it on the airplane, like, "Oh, it's, you know, Mike Shanahan's got his kid there running around. They're ruining he's RG3." Doing a great job. Uh, he did a great job with Matt Ryan, and yes. in fact, like he did a pretty good job in Cleveland too. Um, but, yeah, he did a great job with Matt Ryan last year, had him on an MVP season. I think that's a great hire. The one I don't like is John Lynch, who went from being a player to an analyst on Fox to now the GM running a front office. And he has no experience doing it. And it's different than being a GM in any other sport. You've got 100 people you're worried about between players and, 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 and coaching staff and the whole thing. That's a lot for John, for John Lynch. So I'll be interested to see how that works. But I love Shanahan. That, that seems to be the trend now. A lot of former players are doing the executive... Yeah, John, John Elway's yeah. leading the way there. Everyone says, hey, John Elway can do it. I can do it. They yeah. forget that hey. John Elway's hey, a really Matthew smart Johnson. guy. Magic Matthew Johnson. That's awful, too. Yeah, yeah that is. His tweets. <laughs> uh. What did he say to us? San Antonio Spurs won't make the finals unless they win. <laughs> that was really? true. Yeah, yeah, he said something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I like that. That's where you should start getting your quotes from. <laughs> all right. Johnson. Next week, all of my quotes are going to be Magic They'll all be positive. Okay. Stay tuned for that. prediction. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I was digging. I was digging a little bit. So I was looking up Magic Johnson's rookie card right now. You can get it for $900. I remember there was a time that that car was $4,000 back in the 90s. Mm. Then the 91, I used to collect back. Did you ever collect basketball, uh, like, uh, sports cars, Nick? I did a bit, yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a crazy little addiction that I went through for about five years. Honestly, it was Pokemon cards. Pokemon uh, cards? When I was a kid, that was, yeah, that was just younger. at the right age. 
It was Pokemon cards. I was nerd, like, nerd. I was like seven, eight years old, man, and those things just. So the were... whole Pokemon Go thing, how did that? Get no, you? I didn't go for me. Okay, no, cool. I was. We were good. I can't call them a nerd. I, I did the same like thing. You. I still have my um, Marvel and DC cards. From like yeah, there's no worth in that. I mean, no. I mean, like actual car, like you know, yeah, there's no worth in anymore. You know, so a real sports car that's gonna get you something, man. Hey, are you looking for a DJ or MC for your next corporate event, private party, wedding, or even a, a nonprofit event going on? You can hire our very own Kevin Sutton. That's right. He's always doing things out in the community, available for private and public events. Give him a call. Hit us up on Facebook, all under the username Kevin Sutton Show. You know, a lot of people always ask us. Hey, how do I support your show? It's real simple. All you have to do is like, listen, and share. Like our post on social media. Obviously, listen to the show and definitely share the podcast. But the best thing you can do is tell a friend, tell your family, hey, tell Magic Johnson you can't listen to the Kevin Sutton show if you don't download it. <laughs> hey, Kevin, I did run into somebody down at Orange County who said, Kevin Sutton show, funny. You guys are hilarious. Awesome. Man, you never know when we Tell my people. mom I said hello. You No, honestly, guys, you know how it is. <laughs> We've met people out and about that we never expect listen to the show or follow us. Yeah. And it's really cool when we run into them, you know. And this one was out of nowhere, a guy in a suit and a tie, and he knew, he knew about the show. Look so at it was, that. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, leave us a review. I always get shocked when they're like, you're the Myra? What's <laughs> up with that, you know? I don't understand that comment. And. There was somebody who came out to the camp out and said, oh, you're the Myra, the lady's point of view? I, thought, I am a lady. Like, well, I, I thought you were black. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I think it's more of a, you're the Myra. Like, you're the Myra. Like, it's not like a condescending tone. Condescending tone. It's like, you're the Myra. Oh, not, not so the mama. Michael Jordan's card, by the way, 37000 mm. Ooh, really? Yeah. Uh, do you have one of those, Nick? Uh, I do not. Uh, An autograph Michael Jordan card. Now, the odds of you having his card back in the days is very, very likely if you were a collector. Uh, they have they have it unsigned. Now, that one there was signed. Okay. Uh, but unsigned, they've, they've ranged between two to $4,000. I've got a ton of Jordan cards. Like, is this a rookie card? This or is rookie is this? card. Rookie card. Rookie card. Oh, yeah, okay, I was going to say. I've got a ton rookie of Jordan card. cards. Used to be you'd buy, like, what, those ballpark hot dogs, and they were in there. Yeah. They had Michael was, Jordan cards. They did a special. That was yeah. actually a special thing that they did in Chicago that they released. And people were going crazy for those. But I the have 10,000 of those. At oh, all. my goodness. The whole industry of collecting cards just kind of died off. It just kind of, like, went away. And so. Like all good things. I see them at the grocery store, though. Still. Yeah. Like you walk around, I'm like, I'm like who's, who's buying this? We renovated a house maybe, like, five, maybe about ten years ago. And the lady's husband collected baseball cards, and she was like, you can have all that stuff in there. But they were, like, so damaged. Mm -hmm. I didn't even bother anything with it. But, you know, like, we gave some stuff to uh, some kids and stuff. But then I did find uh, in that pile of junk, we, like, cleaned out our whole garage. There was, like, 12 boxes of unopened uh, tops baseball cards. Mm. So That's where the money is, unopened, though. Yeah, unopened, but, but the, you don't know what the ha that's the, the bad part. You don't know what's in it. Uh you know what we used to do? Um, this is back in the day when I when I was in high school and I worked for Walgreens. When those Topps cards came in, we would buy the whole case, get a discount, and then we'd double the price and sell it. Mm, that's how I used to make some. Kids. Hey, Capitalism. hey, there, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. No money's enough money. Trump Jr. over there. <laughs> but hey, you know what today is? Fact or fiction. fiction. That is right. It is Friday. That means it is Fact or Fiction Friday. You guys are all detectives today. 
I have four athletes and celebrities, and we have to decide. Why are you what... turning into a leprechaun? <laughs> What are you talking about? We have four celebrities. <laughs> we have four celebrities. We have four celebrities or athletes, and you all have to decide what's just the true story. You should do the whole show this way. <laughs> I know. You should. It is. It's better. <laughs> all right. So our first athlete is Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater. You're born. Surf, surfer kind yeah, of an yeah. athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Hold on. To we're, not gonna, we're not going to go there. Yeah, we're not going to go you there. You better be glad Rich isn't in there with you right now. That, that slipped out before I realized what the audience was here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rich Rogers Rich would, would be over, over the counter. <laughs> All right. Factor Fiction. Kelly Slater has played guitar with the group Soundgarden. Factor Fiction. He has appeared in over 20 episodes of Baywatch. Or Factor Fiction. He used to be married to Giselle Bungeon. Myra. He's played guitar. Kevin. I'm going into uh, I'll go I'll go with uh, Baywatch. And because we met his wife. Yeah. Baywatch. It is Baywatch. Yeah. Oh. Correct, correct. He used to he used to date Giselle, but not married. He wasn't yeah. married to His her. wife is lovely too. Our next April Slater is Demarcus Cousins. Okay. I love All my right. cousin. Factor fiction. He is seven foot one inches. No. Factor fiction. He has five other siblings, including one other pro basketball player. Or factor fiction. He got his nickname Boogie. Because he used to enter dance contest as a kid. Let's go with Kevin. I'm not going with the 7-1. I'm going to go with the boogie. Okay, Nick. I'm looking for the truth here? Yes. <laughs> Nick, I'm looking for the truth? Well, because I know he doesn't have a, a brother. Yeah, the brother um, thing. The brother thing is not out. true, so I got a 50-50 chance here. I'm going with the dance competitions. I like that. And Myra. The boogie sounds good. Blame it on the boogie. It is. He does have a siblings. His brother Stop plays it. in the D-League. <laughs> Oh, that's not the Come league. Come on. That I said, I didn't say NBA. I said pro. I hate how they do yeah. that. A guy I, made an announcement. I finally got my contract for uh, playing pro football. My life is finally, uh, everything's coming through my dreams and wishes. I'm like, where in the hell? Where did he get signed with? He can't somewhere. Can I start somewhere? Oh, my Lord. Right. Our next, All our you next one. sign a paper. I'll give you paper to sign. Our next one is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh. All right. Like Fact or right fiction. Now. He used to be a very small kid. He didn't hit his growth spurt until the age of 19. He's now six foot seven. Fact or fiction, he got his nickname Hulk after auditioning for the TV show. Or Which fact TV fiction, show? The Hulk with Lou Ferrigno. Ah. Fact or fiction, he was originally supposed to be the pitch man for the George Foreman grill, but he declined, and then they went to George Foreman. I'm so, going with George mm, Foreman. I like that. I like that one. I like the Foreman grill. Foreman, Nick? Foreman grill. It but is do, a Foreman grill. Okay, but the growth spurt... Does seem it does happen. Th that does, does seem happen. to be one of those things that could have happened with. All right, quickly, our last person is Kanye West. Oh, oh all right, Kanye West oh, had the pilot's license, or Kanye West is intensely afraid of pepperonis, or Kanye West has lived in China. Myra, it's got his pilot's license. Kevin, because he's extravagant Jesus. like that. Why be scared of pepperoni? Because it's Kanye. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I bet I'm going with the pepperoni just because he's weird. And Nick? Oh, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm going with definitely... pepperoni too. Like, no one cares about Kanye, right? <laughs> Not All even right. Kim. All right, Phil, I'm going to let you fit. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is, he lived in China as a kid. I would, okay, as a kid. As, as a, a kid. kid, he lived in China. Yeah, normally he grew up in Chicago, but his mom moved to China for a little bit. Did not know that. Yep, yep. Fact fiction, hashtag it, FOF. Like you have all that money, but you send your mom to a corner store to get plastic surgery. Mm. I don't know. That still doesn't make that still doesn't make any sense. Your shoes are like four thousand dollars. Yeezys. 
Connie Makes West. Makes no sense. Yep. Fact or fiction, baby. Fact so this weekend, again, we hope you're involved in what's going on with the Orlando City Lions. Next weekend is the startup of the game next Sunday, but there's lots of great activities going on, and come check out the open house of the uh, new stadium. And I definitely want to say a big shout-out to Young Fathers of Central Florida. They hosted their fifth annual National Teen and Young Father Conference. I was uh, honored to be a speaker at the event, and it was a nice two-day conference and had a great time. Uh, Mr. Haki uh, did an amazing job of getting people from all over the country to come and talk about young fathers and fatherhood as a whole and what it truly means on how we can start impacting our community and doing something to change the lives. Kaepernick, this is what you got to really do. All right. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. ESPN always bringing the action.